We are starting and record. Okay. So anyways, hi, Joe, president of uh, Carlson Glass. Thank you for joining me and being here with me. Thanks um, for having me. Yeah. So uh, just wanted to kind of catch up with you in the exciting world of commercial glass. Um, only you can make um, commercial glass like really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Hopefully it's a good thing. <laughs> well, um, yeah, no, it's a good thing. It's a good thing because, you know, as I look around the valley, I see a lot of growth, um, which is a great, great sign. And so there's building going on and with building you need glass. Um, so it's an important thing. And um, we have talked in the past a little bit about your fabrication process. And I know that you do that primarily um, um, in-house before you hit the site. Can you just talk a little bit to that um, so I can get a better understanding of, of exactly what that process is? Sure. Um, so when, when we get a project, we look at it and, you know, we want to, our approach is what's going to be best for the project, what's going to be best for the client, then what's going to be best for us, right? And we always want to deliver our very best to them. Uh, highest quality control, um, best scheduling that we can give them, uh, cut the time frame in half where we can. And uh, we want to get in, get the job done, and get out and get out of their way. Uh, these projects are big projects, and there's tons of trades out there. And mm -hmm. to orchestrate everything and to get everything going, uh, everybody going in the right direction, and not have trades on top of each other is very difficult. So we want to provide, you know, better solutions for them. So one of the best ways we found to provide solutions is, you know, if we can take the project and we can look at the glass, we can look at the windows, we can look at the doors, the storefront, the curtain wall. And if we can um, fabricate it, unitize it and pre-glaze it in our shop as, as much as possible, we're going to not just set ourselves up for success. We're going to set up our uh, customer, our client, and that project up for success. Because what it allows us to do is to take something that they've given us and, hey, we need this belt. We can look at it and say, hey, we can do it better this way. If you agree, prove it. We'll fabricate it. We have machineries and processes and controls in place that we, we've spent years and a lot of money uh, invested into this just to get it to the point where it's at now. And we're continually looking at this just to do better, but it allows us to build a better product product that is superior to most others. It allows us to have great quality control and allows us to, when we show up on site that we can show up, we're ready to go. We can just pop it into place, get the building closed up, get out of the uh, contractors way or any other trades out there and have that phase of the building done for them so they don't need to worry about that and they can continue on with everything else. What's unique about what we do is we fall under the building envelope. And what the building envelope means is you have the exterior and the building that goes up and then you have the interior of the building. And the envelope is what closes in the building. And you can't really start having certain things start happening inside the building as far as like cabinetry or sometimes tile or turning on the HVAC systems or anything like that 
until you have all the glass and glazing put in place that seals off the building from the outside and the inside. Right. So the best that we can do is come in, get it in, get it done and uh, get the building closed off. And where we've been most successful with that is our fabrication process that, and the controls that we have in place here uh, in our fabrication shop. That's fantastic. I've been on enough building site to really appreciate that, that there's a lot of coordination, um, a lot of uh, people stepping over each other. And, yeah. uh, and the key thing is, is all it takes is for um, one player in that to not have their part of the job ready and you throw everybody else off track. <laughs> so just yes. <laughs> you know, the project schedule, it's, it's a very sensitive thing and, you know, any hiccup can throw a way off. So. Yeah. Well, that's great. And I want to talk a little bit about trends. Um, I don't know how much changes you see in, in the commercial glass world, but, you know, there's always building trends and, and things that are happening and, and, you know, a little bit differently than, than in the past. Are you seeing any particular trends in, uh, in commercial building and what they're looking for in terms of glass? Um, you know, we have seen uh, more of a trend, actually. So when you're talking about just the exterior of a building, you know, glass is so innovative and forward thinking nobody would really think of it you know you look at glass like okay there's there's glass and there's a frame that holds it in there well come to find out there's a lot to glass um you know there's so much innovation in glass to where you have solar ratings and you can distribute heat differently and you can distribute light differently and you have tinting options and then you have um options to where there's electrical current that flows through the glass that will completely uh, shade it out you know, when it's turned on, like if you shut a door and you want privacy, you know, we call them fish bowls when you have those offices that are completely glass and you don't really get too much privacy, but uh, you know, there's options to where you can shut the door, turn on a switch and it's actually electrical current that goes through the glass and it just completely frosts it out and it completely blinks it out and nobody can see it. Um, there are, you know, innovations with design. There's innovations with, you know, add-ons like sunscreens, you know, that kind of help reflect heat um, from the glass and how it hits directly. Um, there, there's a lot going on and probably the biggest trend that we're seeing right now is energy efficiency and heat distribution, right? What can we do with this glass? What can we do with the frame, if you will, to better distribute the heat, to um, better perform for the building, uh, especially with LEED standards that are now in place. And uh, if you want to get a LEED certified building, which, you know, a lot of builders or a lot of um, owners like to have, um, you know, glass plays a very big part in that. Um, so, yeah, there are trends. And the biggest trend is probably um, environmental controls when it comes to, you know, heat distribution, light distribution, uh, even security, there are definitely security trends as well. Yeah, it's um, it's become much more complex uh, than than simply a window to look out, um, you know, for office. And uh, I, I know you do a lot of rebuilding in Arizona, so heat distribution, um, not only from an interior standpoint, but you know, 
you know, the, the sun beating down in the summer months when it's 120 degrees out. Um, and, and glass, I mean, that seems to me be what I see out there, is that more and more buildings want more glass, more exposure. They love that clean look of having a lot of glass. So is it effective enough um, to uh, reflect off that heat by just, you know, having that heat ref reflectors on the, on the glass itself? Well, there's always more that can be done, um, but it, it just depends on the design of the building. And you're right. Um, that is another big trend. You're seeing more glass type buildings, right? Steel and glass. And that is a huge trend. And it is a very clean look and it's a very nice looking building. Um, you know, there are a lot of options out there. And actually you can see a lot of these options over in Europe, um, Europe. And it's very forward thinking with how they utilize glass and, you know, the um, solar properties and the heat properties and how they reflect them. Um, but there is a lot you can do. Um, ASU actually here, Arizona State University, um, they're very big and very in tuned with how to utilize glass and how to build a building in a way to where, you know, it's not overly heated. They can run it off of solar power and um, very innovative and forward thinking with it. And one of the things that they like to do, and it's kind of cool, is they'll have a building they'll put in massive storefront or um, print wall, which is glass for the most part. But there's actually a program and, and, and a system available to where the as the sun moves throughout the day mm -hmm. the glass will start to tint and move with the sun and reflect more of the heat out of the building and it's very cool it's very innovative and um it helps to really have better control over the climate within the building especially mm -hmm. as more of these buildings start to become just more glass and steel overall yeah it's fascinating i know when i talked to uh to Ben Carlson, the founder of the uh, company, uh, I know a lot of his time is spent in research, so I imagine he's tied mm -hmm. in very closely to uh, ASU and, and those kinds of things of trying to um, really solve some of those uh, problems, which, you know, prior to knowing about Carlson Glass, I never really knew how innovative commercial glass could be to solve problems and um, be a solution to not only building design, but as you say, um, climate control. Mm -hmm. um, that's really fascinating. Um, I'm going to move over to the fact that even though you work primarily in your office in uh, Phoenix area, um, you do... Well, right work, now I'm in my truck, so... <laughs> You're in the truck <laughs> you know, just work wherever you can. <laughs> and I, I really hope that you have the air conditioning going because yeah, it's, going. it's, it's the end of July right now. And it's it is. Yeah. Um, but you are uh, also working outside of the state and seeking mm -hmm. to grow uh, some of, uh, in some areas, specifically, I believe, California. Uh, is that right? Yes. Uh, so we've already done some work in California. Uh, there was a strong potential of doing more work in California. Uh, we've been pulled into Texas. We've done some projects in Texas. Uh, we've had requests to come up into Nevada. Uh, we've had a couple um, requests to come up into Utah. Um, these four states um, are experiencing a lot of growth, just like a lot of other states. Right. And 
what we provide and what we offer, you know, we have a very centralized process where we are able to design, um, engineer, fabricate, package, and ship uh, incredibly efficiently to where we can do everything in California. We can distribute it out to these jobs in other states, have a crew follow it, get out there, get it done, and then move on. Um, and that's given us, you know, a pretty good competitive advantage yeah. you know, uh, over some other people because now we don't have to send a crew out for months on end and have them do everything out on the job site in a completely different state, you know, where they don't, they may not have a whole lot of support when the home office is in a different, in, a, in another state. Right. So we're able to do as a large amount of the work here locally have the product ready to go primed and just ready to just be put on in ship it out there shipping's not difficult by any means especially with the way um, the trucking industry is now and how they use logistics um, get the product out there get in place be done and move on so That's right that you can still be cost effective uh, you know, and still including the shipping cost and times and things like that. Very uh, cost effective. Yes. Well, that's great. Well, that's a message I think we need to get out, you know, to those states to see if we can get you some more business uh, in those areas. Um, is there anything in particular that you're uh, focused on working on? Um, uh, Completion of product uh, projects. Um, I know I visited a site not long ago. Did that uh, come to uh, completion yet? Yeah. So we, so the site we visited was the Nicola project. Nicola was, I mean, wow, what a very interesting company. If you just want to look at Nicola alone, uh, you know, they're developing semi trucks, electric semi trucks, and electric dune buggies or rails and electric um, jet ski, like. It's all very cool. And to be able to be invited to come in and do that project uh, and, and the scope of that project was really exciting to watch that. And that project was a lot of fun. But, you know, looking at companies like that going in there, you know, they're very innovative. They're very forward thinking. They're, they're essentially a tech company. Um, you know, the construction world has been uh, branded or uh, has, has been pegged with the idea that, hey, you're slow to adapt, you're slow in, with innovation. Um, and, and to a point, that's true. Um, I don't see things that way. And I know our founder, Ben Carlson, certainly doesn't see things that way. And we like to be innovative. We're not bleeding edge, but we're very forward looking. So we're always looking at how do we do this better? What technologies out there is gonna do us better? How can we invest in our people to get them to be better? You know, we're, we're always looking at, getting, we're always asking for feedback from our clients, uh, feedback from projects, feedback from vendors. We, we want that feedback. We take that feedback. We look at it. We look at for trends. And then, hey, how can we do this better? Hey, you know, this project, this and this and this happened. And the same thing happened on this project. Just look at this. How do we do it better? And a lot of times um, that can be solved with a change in process, uh, a change in training, uh, a change in procedures, uh, or even uh, uh, technological 
uh, investment or innovation. So, you know, we've, we've invested a ton into this company and we have a lot of machines and we have a lot of software and we have a lot of uh, people, well, not a lot of people, but we have people that we invested a lot into that have really come to pay off to where we can now do a lot of things that some of our competitors just can't do. You know, we have the ability to just quickly jump in on a project. Um, we have the relationships with our vendors to where we can get uh, material quickly as possible and uh, just get things, you know, designed, fabricated, approved, or approved, fabricated, and then out there. So what we look for is, you know, we're always looking inward. If we're solid inward, we're going to be able to deliver something better outward to our clients. So fantastic. we're pretty, yeah, we're very innovative internally. So we're always lucky. Well, I look forward to having you back and uh, learning more about, um, you know, some of the new things going on, new projects that are happening. Um, I'm always amazed every time I talk to you that I learn something new and interesting. Um, I've had the glass world. <laughs> yeah, the glass world. And you it know what? Nice. It just goes to show, I mean, if you dig deep enough, if you ask the right questions, and if you're talking to somebody who's passionate about what they do, they're going to make it interesting, and they're going to make it sound like a great, you know, a great idea, and, and so I love it when I'm talking to you. So we're up on time, so I okay. thank you for joining me, and uh, I look forward to having you back again soon, talking about that fascinating world of uh, commercial glass. Thank you so much. Thank you, Michelle. All right. Bye. Okay, hold on just a second.